Before I start my homily this morning, I'd like to say that my brother read this passage a few weeks back and sent me a message about it. He suggested that the difference between the nine lepers and the one leper who returned had to do with their focus or lack thereof on bigger priorities than the flesh. My brother is quite insightful in this, and we are about to explore what those different perspectives between the nine and the one mean to us. Our passage begins, On the way to Jerusalem he. Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem. This is a common repeated phrase in the four different gospel accounts as each of the gospel writers begin to write about the peak of Jesus' earthly ministry and therefore having made it clear that he is in fact God incarnate, God made flesh, God among us, and he must therefore willingly enter into his own suffering and death as a sacrifice for us. When you read in the gospel accounts on the way to Jerusalem, you know Jesus is intentionally moving towards his crucifixion. Nobody is openly talking about it. That short phrase is just a bit of foreshadowing, a hinting at what would come. Now it is time to get into the core element of this gospel passage. There are ten lepers. There are a few things to know about leprosy in the Bible. The first is that the term leprosy in the Bible covered a wide assortment of skin diseases. It included, most importantly, leprosy as we know it today. The term also covered other forms of skin diseases that we would not call leprosy today. And that is just a matter of ever improving medical science, helping clarify precisely what a person may have in the way of infection or disease. The next thing to know about leprosy in the Bible is regardless of the type, is that because it can be quite contagious, especially before people had gained a better understanding of how diseases are spread and how they can be prevented, those deemed lepers could not come close to anybody else. They had to stand off at a far distance and warn people who approached by calling out, unclean, unclean. In other words, do not come near me. You might get my disease. You might become a leper. You might also be forced to live outside of society, constantly warning others not to come near. The last thing to know about leprosy in the Bible is hinted at in the, hinted at in the warning. The command was to call out, unclean, unclean. You see, in the Bible, leprosy is often a stand-in for being unclean as a result of sin, stained by sin, as we often hear said. In our gospel passage today, the ten people are indeed infected with leprosy, and as we shall see, the leprosy also represents being unclean, being stained by sin. As Jesus entered the village, the ten started crying out, this happens as, the, as Jesus enters. They are on the edge of town. They're not in town. They are outcast and shunned because of their leprosy. This way of treating lepers continued basically all the way into almost modern times. Leper colonies out, away from town, housed those infected. They might gain a miraculous recovery, or more likely, they would die there apart from everyone they loved. Just outside of Assisi, where St. Francis of Assisi is 
from, there is a small chapel still standing from when St. Francis was alive. It is the chapel that served the lepers, where the lepers would gather inside, and the priest would come and deliver the homily from the outside through a small slit in the wall so that he would not be in contact with those that might make him sick. Even the members of the church expressed to them that they were outcasts. We will come and share with you the gospel, but you stay over there and do not get close to us. Sadly, this attitude continues to this day. The church will claim to serve a people group, a certain population that is not well received, but frequently that means not letting the people in, but keeping them at arm's length while claiming to share the gospel. Now returning to our text, the gospel says, as Jesus entered the village, the ten lepers began to cry out. But they do not call unclean, unclean. We are at the point in Jesus' earthly ministry that the people know who he is and the power that he has. The lepers call out to Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Jesus replies to them, Go show yourself to the priests. It was only the priests who could declare a former leper to be clean, to be miraculously healed, to be cleansed from the leprosy. Jesus tells the lepers, Go and show themselves to the priests. Go and get the official word that you are not lepers anymore. As they left and started to walk to where the priest would be, they were healed. When Jesus spoke to them, telling them to go to the priest, they were not healed. Only when they acted on what Jesus said, only when they turned and started to go and do as Jesus says, the text says, as they went, they were healed. Hearing the gospel does not save a person. Acting on the gospel is what saves a person. And as they went, they were healed. They were cleansed. They experienced the miracle of God acting in their lives. And then one of them, one of the ten, seeing that he was healed, that he had been made clean, one returned to Jesus, fell on the ground, bowed his face to the earth, and praised God for his healing. All ten were healed from their leprosy. That is what they had asked for. They wanted their physical need to be met. They were healed and they were happy and they wanted nothing more. They were content to enjoy a regular life in the world that they knew, as they knew it. But there was one, a foreigner, a Samaritan, who saw the bigger picture. The leper and outcast, who was a Samaritan, of people who were as a people group, lepers. Outcast. There was that one who saw his being healed as more than a physical cure. The Samaritan saw that he had been made clean of more than his skin condition. The Samaritan turned back to Jesus praising God. The Samaritan fell and bowed before Jesus. The Samaritan worshipped Jesus. Jesus asked him, were not ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? We know the answer, and Jesus knew the answer. The other nine were only concerned with their bodies, with the physical. They saw their healing, were grateful, but nothing else. They lived in the world, and now that they could do that again without restriction, they were not thinking of anything else. The one saw God's hand at work in his life and had to thank God for his blessing. One had a focus beyond himself to that which is greater, God's will and God's desire for the man's life. 
The one came back and praised God in worship of Jesus, falling down at Jesus' feet in thanksgiving. Jesus then tells the man, Rise up and go your way. Your faith has saved you. The leper was unclean with leprosy and saw his physical healing. The man was also unclean, as we all are, with sin. The man was told to show himself to the priest, to be told that his leprosy was cured, had been cleansed, that he could live in the world again. Instead, the man showed himself to the great high priest, Jesus the Lord, and was told that he had been cleansed of his sin. He would now be able to live in the kingdom of God. Nine were happy with the world now that they could live in it again. One recognized God's control of the world. Today it is the same. So many people simply want to live for today. They may call out to God when they feel a need, but it's only to regain comfort in the world. But we are called to and must recognize that God has so much for so much more for us if we will simply turn to Him. Will you hear what God says and act on it instead of only hear the words? As you live and pray and figure out your place in the world, will you also look higher? Will you praise God for His blessings in your life? Will you be the one instead of the nine? Amen.